0: Today's Leading Women episode 318 with the wonderful Fiona Fine. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at four ninety five per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.bluhost.com. Today's leadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Fiona Fine. Fiona Fine is the editor-in-chief of Women Who Run It. Your Life, Your Love, Your Terms, an online community and digital magazine that advocates for and empowers strong, successful, super-achieving women leaders around the world, women who are used to running the show at a high level and know how tough and often isolated it can be juggling work, relationships, family, dating, health and fitness community while still finding personal time. She is the founder of the digital publishing company Goddess Connections, where women create their footprint in the world, which also empowers women in dating and relationships with the platform how to put the fan back into dating. She advocates for women who want to create their best life of love, work, health, passion, and of course, fun. She is the author of Babe in Total Control of Herself, affectionately known as Bitch. Women of the World, Miss Fiona Fine. Welcome to the show. <laughs>
1: That is quite a mouthful. Thank you, Mary Grace. I it's love only it. It's when you hear it that you go, wow, when do I sleep? <laughs> yes, you are a superwoman. No, oh gosh, I don't think of it that way. But it's it's interesting how time can just
0: add to things. Right. Well, Fiona, I really like what you're doing with your business. You okay. are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, this what equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own as a result that our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit you know that bridge between you and our listeners so here are some cool questions that we can talk about feel free to comment and Mm time about them but these are just general questions I have in mind
1: okay so let's start with your business
0: yes there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it can Mm -hmm. you tell us more about
1: your business and the idea behind that niche okay Goddess Connections is a 100% virtual firm. We actually have a team as well as a large internship program that, um, and, and once you hear my background, you'll know where this comes from, but I wanted it so that women, especially who have a talent and a passion, don't necessarily have to choose heavily between going into an office and keeping their day job going as well as doing something that they love to do as well as have You know family and and some sort of harmony in their lives So goddess connections was created specifically as a 100% virtual firm around the world that allows us to to offer you know positions where men and women but primarily women are able to exercise their talents it is the publishing company of two platforms, two digital e-magazines. One is called Women Who Run It, which is for the women leaders of all walks of life. And are, are, are there we're advocating always again for your life, your love, your terms. And we also have a dating advice platform, which is affectionately known as how to put the fun back into dating.com. And again, all of this came from my own mess, which, which has sort of spawned all of this, Marie Grasp. it has.
0: Well, I love what I'm hearing about your business and this niche that you've carved out, especially focusing on women. I love it. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that one as well. But what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start a business and made you say, this is my business?
1: Uh, you need to know my history. I had um, I had been for about 30 years in a man's world. Um, I graduated as an engineer. I moved into information technology and ultimately I ended up in, you know, and I am an engineer so I do swear, but as I call it, the ball busting world of recruiting and it really was quite uh, quite a male all of these were male dominated industries and i had had many car accidents uh, three in total uh, several concussions throughout my career in this male world and the the ultimate end result was I knew how to make money. I mean, I could I could play with the big boys. I could run with the big boys. I could make the money. Yet I completely forsake my femininity, my sassiness, my vibrancy, my my health. It was it was really bad to the point where after the second car accident I was disabled and that's when I learned to do something that has become virtual the word virtual now, but originally it was called telecommuting. I was the first telecommuter in my industry of recruiting to try and run uh, my my business, sorry, my, my talent, my recruiting business um, basically from a couch because I was not able to, to get up and move around and go to the office all of this came together about uh, 2006, 2007. And my defining moment was when I was at my very favorite um, retreat center, Kripalu in the Berkshire um, mountains. And I was on a massage table and all of a sudden out of the blue, all I was doing was getting a massage. All of a sudden my body just started to heave with sobs and I realized that I had held it together for a, you know these these, these 20 years of, of keeping you know sort of pushing away my femininity uh, keeping it together making money trying to you know juggle personal relationships they were blowing up my health was abysmal I had you know most conditions at some level I had sciatica and fibromyalgia and things like that I was a mess and really that's when i realized that life was not worth living for me that way and that i had to make significant changes so i went from basically surviving and i started to find the experts and the counseling and when i you know the the thought leaders that could take me and i gave up my corporate job i had been in semi retirement a couple of times but i completely started to give that up and I started to reclaim myself. And I, start, I, I ended up creating the most amazing dating and love life. And my health came back. And all of my energy and sassiness and everything started to flood back. And I realized that I had played so long in a man's world that I really, truly understood how men think, who they are. They're simple, lovable creatures. I, I totally love them. But I was tired of playing with men. I wanted to support the women of the world. I wanted to champion for us to be able to take those steps and to give ourselves permission and to help build the confidence so that we can take over into our own lives, our best lives. I really really believe that we are women are the untapped power of the the, the world and that often we are in our own way. And so how do we get the support and the the advocacy and the championing, and so that we can transform our lives, and therefore everybody around us is is also happier. Because when a woman is is happy, the whole world is blessed. So that was that was a big turning point for me, and that was uh, probably five five years ago that it really started to come together. Beautiful
0: story, and what a realization that must be. And I agree with you. I mean, we are. I mean. Entrepreneurship is primarily a male dominated industry, male dominated niche. But we don't have to be in uh we, we have to tap into our feminine power. We can be successful as a as a women, as fam, uh, Maintaining those feminine traits that we have as a woman. So love that you've shared about in the descriptions, the words that you've used really empowering. And you've also touched about, about the, the why, why you wanted this. And then, mm-hmm. but I'd love for you to touch on what was that vision, you know, you know, that resonates with you. You know, what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out?
1: You know, I don't think of it as a compelling vision per se. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to yes, entrepreneurship is often thought. You know, the the male entrepreneurs often get funding easier than women, and uh, they, they step up, they ask, they you know, they they go for it. They're better risk takers than us, quite often, and things like that. So it's well known that you know a lot of the the well known companies have been funded by men, yet really most of the entrepreneurship in the world is women. I mean, it's a huge percentage. I don't have it at my fingertips, but it's a huge percentage of women who are starting businesses. Yet, when I speak uh, within the women who run it community, there are some interesting pieces that I just, I find still disturbing. And I think that's what drives me forward. Women often start it to a business or something saying, I just wanted to help. I just wanted to, and then a verb. And we've already stepped out of our power by saying, I just wanted. I just wanted a little piece of cake, you know, and we we as opposed to really more stepping into it, which men do, it's I'm starting a business to help so-and-so and and -and so-and-so fix this problem and to make money so that my life is amazing, my family's life is amazing, and we have to tie that ability not just to nurture the world but to empower ourselves to make the same money, more money, as well as the amount of money that other men look at. That is one of the pieces that I I, I sort of keep in the background. Coming from a man's world, I knew how to make money. I mean, that was pretty much all I was good at, which is good. I can put money in the bank. Yet, I didn't know necessarily how to tap into what you're calling the more nurturing piece. And you can tell in my voice, I am not the most nurturing of people. It just, it's it's sort of been beaten out of me over the course of, you know, decades. Yet, I know that my vision is that women do, as a, as a Sheryl Sandberg or somebody, lean in Forget that word if you don't like it, but we step into, you know, our greatness, and we stop questioning, you know, that what is affectionately known as the imposter syndrome or the confidence gap. And I am guilty of it as myself. uh, Myself yesterday was I had both a great day, and then all of a sudden I started to crash, and the confidence went. Oh wait a minute, I don't know how to do this, and it was something stupid like administration at PayPal or something, and I just got so frustrated. We as women. We need to start to support each other and we need to learn to ask for help. So that is sort of, my vision says that there are more and more women and men who love women, strong women, supporting us to say, you know what? You can do this. I'm willing to back you. Both back us emotionally, uh, physically, and financially. I think we need to open that door. And that's one of the reasons that I keep, I still get up and go, okay, one more, one more, one more. And it's just, you take one step at a time. Yes, I love that
0: vision that you have. I mean, empowering women to step into their greatness and... Tap into their feminine power, as they say. I mean, we women are powerful in our own ways, and that we can, we are able to accomplish things that we never thought possible. So that's us out uh, the the traditional role that women are, you know, the traditional role that men that women have during this. But because today women are able to step into their greatness by by tapping into the potential they have within themselves, and I agree with you. We have that opportunity. To step out beyond our comfort zone and do something, do what we love doing, without undermining our
1: feminine femininity. And we need better tools. And we better need better tools. mechanisms. We need better support. We need better things. That is something that, again, I maybe learned from my engineering days. But it's one thing to say to somebody, you know, just have confidence. That's that's not going to help her. She needs to. How does she build that confidence? How does she get you know that that website built and things like that? So it's giving us the tools and the techniques and the mechanisms and the, the networks. That's where I think the, the real upcoming tipping point is, is, is stepping into it. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about how you
0: prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three (laughs) personal qualities? (laughs) Yes, that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from.
1: Well, I'd have to say again, you know, coming not necessarily from that warm, nurturing mother type. Um, Outlook. And I know there's many other women like me, but I would have to say one of the biggest things that I don't take anything personally. That definitely came from my work in, in, you know, the corporate world and in the man's in the the headhunting world, it's not personal. So that would be number one. Don't take it personally. It's not personal. Um, that's a, that's a huge one. I would have to say, What I call the the second one, and this one I struggled with, the beginner's mind. What I was good at doing in my old life, in my old career, doesn't necessarily mean that I am going to step in and hit it out of the park right away. That took a long time for me to figure out that I had to go back to beginner's mind, and I have a new mantra, which is fail early, fail quickly, and fail strategically. Okay? And so those sort of go, if we're always juggling balls, the one ball I cannot drop is that glass ball. I can drop a, a, a rubber ball, but I have to figure out what is that glass ball that don't drop that one. And then the rest of them have to bounce. Um, well, I guess being a pit bull is sort of part of number one, but it, it really, being bold, um, you know, there's a, there's a saying that, you know, ask for the gold, uh, to the bold goes 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 the gold and i would have to say that women have to ask and those are my those are probably three traits that i have either developed or i have now Wow, so not
0: taking anything personally. I mean, mm-hmm. and I love the the phrase that you said: "Fail early, fail quickly, and fail strategically." I love that the, those words
1: that you just said because yes, yeah. beginner's mind. Be- yeah. get on be- it. Just just failure is not a bad thing. Just get go get. Just go next, next, next. Exactly, and not to be
0: afraid of failing, because you learn from it. You learn from the mistakes that you have uh, done or you have met. And then, of course, being bold and asking for help—really important, especially for us women, because sometimes we often feel like we don't want to bother other people by asking for help. But really, it's all a lot of there are a lot of people out there who want. who who loves to help out, who loves to help. So we need to be able to be open
1: in asking for help as well as receiving help. Mm -hmm. And, And it's not going to be perfect. I mean, that's another thing I learned. It's not going to look like the way I necessarily want it to, yet it allows me to keep moving and it gives me that platform and that voice to be able to do the work that, you know, I like to do. I would have to say that the challenges that I came from in starting this was, was that I really did not have any clue. And I think a lot of us, um, that have sort of gotten to a a level of success. And I, I think there's another thing, you know, what is the definition of success? That is a very specific thing for each person, man, woman, or, or who, or child. What is the definition of success? Yet, um, I would have to say that the biggest challenge is I really just didn't know enough about the publishing side of things. I just, I had not come from anything on the, yeah, I was a headhunter. I knew how to put you in a job. I knew how to coach you through things. I knew how to, I had moved into coaching for uh, love relationships and things like that. I knew how to do that. I didn't know how any of that translated onto, into the internet. And so I've had to really, there's, there's definitely been some hurdles that I'm not even sure I'm over yet, but I have had an amazing team and I've literally had to go and buy people who were really good at what they do. You and I spoke about John Lee Dumas on the podcasters. I have to learn from the masters and because in my in my parts of life, I am a master life specialist. That is what I offer to the world. That's the coaching that I do, but I have to also tap into others Uh, to other masters so that I don't just get stuck by my own challenges. Wow. I mean, definitely I can relate to the challenges
0: that you've shared and I'm sure a lot of our listeners can as well. I mean, there are certain parts of, uh, of our business, especially if we are, are doing this business alone, that we have to wear many hats and some of them or a lot of them are not our expertise. I mean, me, my background, I've been a nurse half of my life. So all I know is nursing care, caring for my patients. But when I jump into entrepreneurship, there was a lot of learning curve and I continuously you, learn every day because there are, there there's, growing and learning to to be had. And so the good thing is that when we share our challenges and our experiences and how we're able to overcome them, we learn from each other. We are able to support each other. So great. And and we're grateful that you shared that one for our listeners as well. Mm -hmm. Now, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your
1: family, your relationships, and your business? I look at life very differently now. Uh, a lot of a lot of what the the, the um, content that we offer to women in the publications is, you know, helping them with this question. I don't look for the word balance anymore. Being an engineer, I think of ba- I, I, I've learned to think that balance is a static kind of like a teeter totter. It's perfectly in balance, but it doesn't allow for the the flow of life. I now use the word. Harmony. I think of my life as a three-legged stool. One leg is my work. Another leg is my personal relationships. And my third leg is my, my health, my fitness, my vitality, my vibrancy. So those three legs, my job is to make sure that the, the legs of the stool are pretty well the same length or else I'm going to topple over a lot of the work that I've done in coaching is I, I meet with women and they've got one piece of it really going great. Usually it's their work. They've been very career driven and things like that. And yet their love life sucks. Their you know, health sucks. And that was me. And so I always look at it going, okay, how do I give them the tools? One of them is literally 15 minutes in front of a computer is pretty much all that the mind can truly, truly uh, concentrate on. The other is the fitness has to happen. The body completely breaks down in the way of, you know, being able to, to concentrate and to be inspired and to handle stress and things like that if the right foods aren't going in. So one of my pieces, having come back from basically surviving and, and wanting to thrive, um, my mess was that I wasn't eating properly. You know, a Diet Pepsi and two Advils in the morning, that's what how I, years and years ago, that was my breakfast. Now I've got a green shake going in me all the time. I at least stretch or I dance around the office or something like that. I use the stairs to go up and down things. It has to be a conscious thing. One of the biggest things is I've had coaches. I've had, you know, these masters that I've, I've, I've knelt at the, the, you know, the feet of masters. And so if women or, and, or if there's men listening, if women have some money, then I would suggest that getting a coach in the area that they're having the biggest challenge, that makes sense. That's what I did. I just took one piece of it and kept knocking it out and just, you know, going, how can it get even better than this? And that was my mantra. That's what I could just kept dialing it up. And yet I know if I go too long without any of those pieces, uh, my body just shuts down. And I'm sorry, but I'm very self-centric I am of no use to anybody else if I am, you know, laid flat, sick, or if I'm getting a divorce or something like that. So it's really important to to start to really pay attention to the three areas and keep them in harmony. They'll never be perfectly balanced. Wow, I love
0: you, the term harmony. I mean, I agree with you. Work life balance to me, I sometimes I feel like it's a myth, especially for us entrepreneurs, because we are so driven and passionate with what we're doing that work is no longer work for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love that term, but I love that you have Ningla, uh, you know, the self care part. I mean, the fitness has to happen. I had to. I'm really? like Ariana
1: Huffington, you know, when they wired her, Josh, that she had to figure it out.
0: <laughs> yes, and uh, yes, I'm a big fan of really taking care of ourselves first. I mean, the foundational thing: eating properly, exercising, sleeping enough. I mean, these are the foundations that not only feeds our body but feeds our mind and and keeps our energy level throughout the day. So, really foundational that we all. That I'm sure a lot of us neglect, or we feel that we don't have time for it, but we really have to make time for. Make it a priority in your
1: in your day-to-day activities. Big on that. And we need, again, the tips and techniques. Like, don't take your cell phone to bed. You know, leave it as, charge it along, charge it in another room so that you can't wake up and immediately look at it. And you can't end up on Facebook in the middle of a hormonal hot flash or anything. Yes. Don't put a phone on your
0: bedside because you're going to be tempted in checking your Just like inn- a TV.
1: Don't put a TV in your, in your bedroom because then you're going to, you know, then there goes your love life.
0: Yes, exactly. I'm really big fan of that as well. Now, let's talk about one, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your
1: success? Uh, Well, you know, this is a tough one because I definitely came from the traditional definition of success. At 17, you know, I mapped out my life just like a lot of alpha girls do. I was going to get married, two kids, uh, you know, I was going to be an engineer, I was going to get into management, and by 34, my life map just stopped. I mean, I just, at 17, you can't see that far in in the future. So it was a destination definition of success. When I have this much money in the bank, when I have, you know, when, when I, when I'm married and have two kids and destination does not work for the definition of success. It really, for me, definition of success is success is about choices and understanding that there are consequences to those choices. A lot of entrepreneurs go, oh, it's all about the freedom. And maybe I'm too far down this, this path and I've been you know, financially free and all sorts of things for quite a long time. But for me, it's about understanding that I have absolute choice. I may not like the consequences, but I have a choice. And entrepreneurship just takes that up to a huge extra level as to how do I want to spend my time? I have a piece of paper that sits next to me that said, what if there were no mistakes? What if you could not fail? What would you do today that you really, really wanted to do? And to me, that's what entrepreneurship opens up. What would I do today that really, really serves me and the people that I'm serving? what would I do today that really serves me
0: or the people that I serve? I love it. And success yeah. is about choices and consequences to those choices. I love that phrase. And yes, you're right. It's all about choices. And to me, I, success is not really a destination that's usually say success is about the journey enjoying the journey whatever that journey that is leading you love your perspective on that now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be you obviously got some lessons (laughs) learned under your belt of experience so take it back to the past
1: Well, we've spoken to it about uh, about it a bit. You know, the fail early, fail fast, fail strategically. I would have to when I was when I was being interviewed for another um, another organization, and they asked, you know, with respect to money, if I'm going to give a tip on money, it's presume it's going to take three times more money than you than you thought it might to get it to the point where you think, okay, I've got it to I've got it so that it's you know it's ticking along and things like that, and I'm not going to freak out every payroll or something like that. Um, when it comes, so the, the rule of threes seems to pervade through so much, it's going to take three times longer. Uh, so if you, if to a certain degree you plan on that, you know, failure doesn't feel as if it's, I didn't hit it out of the park tomorrow. Um, those, those are along the lines of the, 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 types of business advice and everybody talks about networking yet really our relationships that was a piece that I did not do because I didn't even know to do it. The relationships that I had had in my old career really were quote of no use to me. They were a all men, and they were in corporate, and you know I went into women and more you know slightly less corporate and things like that. But our real power comes in using and as supporting our relationships. So I would have to say that really tapping into your relationships and asking for support, that is a huge piece of advice that I would say most women probably know that was a learning curve for me.
0: Wow. So the, I love that the failing fast and failing uh, and learning from it and failing strategically and then tapping into your relationships
1: and, and then asking for support. Great tips there that we well, all can and three take times actually it's, it's going to take three times longer. It's going to take three times more money. and It's going to take three times more, more people working on it than you could ever imagine, maybe. All right. So, so that's the again. rule of three.
0: Yes. All right. All right. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them
1: grow personally and professionally? Rework. Okay, this is a book by the the name of the, the book is called Rework and it is by Jason Fried and David Heinmeier Hansen and they are the founders of 37 Signals and I'm going to quote somebody completely different but it, it, it's, it's uh, Sally Hogshead, and she is known as a branding expert. And she was asked this question, I think, on John Lee Dumas's podcast. What is it that really makes a great brand? And that, I would have to say, is editing out that which you are not. Yes, I love both Sally Hogshead. Yeah, both the book and the quote from Sally Hogshead talk about editing out that which you are not keeping it simple and and redefining it so that it is even simpler simpler. It's a great book. It changes the way most people most people think of work. All right, so that's Rework by Jason Fry.
0: I'll make sure to have this yep. on our yeah, show notes. It's, an
1: awkward, it's got awkward awkward authors.
0: I know. I'll I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. And by the way, for our listeners, you can now get a free audio download of this book or your favorite one at Audible by going to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Audible. Now, what's one favorite business resource or a tool or app that you use in your business that's radically changing the way to business and that which you can share our listeners with?
1: I'm a Google Apps person. As soon as they, my team finally got me onto it, and I stopped using all the Outlooks and everything, everything is up in the cloud. I could not run my company without it. And when I moved to my Nexus Five and got off the the BlackBerry, I don't many many times I don't need a computer. I can do everything off of Google Apps and and off of my off my phone.
0: Yes, big fan of of the Google platform as well. Especially if you are working virtually, I mean, if you have a team as well, really into the to tap into the power of the Google, the Google Docs, Google like, everything that camp. Google have.
1: Yeah, tie into Basecamp if you've got a team. <laughs>
0: right, exactly. Yeah, Basecamp base com-
1: coming from 37 signals, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, Basecamp is a, g- a good management tool as well. Now, uh, Fiona, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero or superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And It doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone that you and and look up to.
1: Um, we'll go into the superhero and cartoon character. I'd have to say I'm Xena the warrior princess. Yes. I, I um, definitely have that, that you know, defend the nation type of, of energy.
0: Yes, you have the warrior women in you. So the Xena the mm. warrior princess. I love her. Last but not least, piano, you know, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you and then we'll end from there.
1: Hmm. Well, we're getting rave reviews on the book. Babe, in total control of herself, uh, you know, affectionately known as bitch. Really, uh, there's a lot of men and women, but the men are like, "Oh my gosh, I'd really love you know the women in my life to to be able to read this book." um and the women are really going yes i am finally getting you know that I, about the permission piece and the confidence and things like that so very proud of that book and it you can get it at babeintotalcontrolofherself.com that's where you can get access to uh, to how to get it on a digital format and then the best way to get a hold of me if uh, you don't see me on social media is to go to my site which is www dot, Fiona dot com. That's where we put all of our products and services and that they can they can get coaching with me if that's what if that's what they want.
0: All right, so that's Fionafind.com and yes. For her book to pick up her book, Babe in Total Control of Herself.com. So that's the title of her book, but you can also get it on Babe in Total Control of Herself. And by the way, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at today's leadingwomen.com forward slash Fiona Fine or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Again, that link is Fionafine.com or babe in total control of herself I highly encourage you our listeners to go there now check out the website check out what she's putting out there um, get into her mailing list so it can be updated into what it is that she's putting out there so that's fionafine.com or pick up her book at babe in total control of herself Dot com. Fiona, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Oh, fabulous. Thank you, Mary Grace. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite Today's Leading Woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash myiTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to Today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four. Type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Cheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite Today's Leading Woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes.